You are now tuned in to the Project 365 Experience. What's up, guys? In today's episode, we're going to be looking back at uh, an episode that I made with one of my friends, Richie. Um, this is on his podcast called Alayun. Uh, please go support his podcast. But in this episode, we talk about um, this was during the 2022 NBA Finals. The Boston Celtics were playing against uh, the Golden State Warriors. We discussed matchups. We discuss what is a role player, um, and we just talk. I uh, had some really good conversations about what adjustments uh, should have been made in that series. You guys know eventually the Warriors ended up winning the NBA championships, but it's always fun to just look back at what we were talking about in the moment. So I hope you enjoy. And uh, yep, let's get to the episode. All right, <laughs> he, he didn't. He didn't. He, he was just he was just walking, and then. Um... And then me and Bert were like, oh, shit. It was like, dog, we ain't seen nothing for fucking for like 30 minutes, bro. Like, Where is he I going? Hope, <laughs> I hope he's going to be all right. And then we drove for like another 30 minutes without seeing not one fucking stop or or, ta- or little town or village or anything like that. I was like, yo, I hope this guy, <laughs> I hope this guy is okay, bro. Because like he was like 55. It's like 104 degrees outside. <laughs> nah, y'all should have gave him a ride, bro. Come I'm on. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially we had the, um, uh, Bert had rented the Tesla out there. So, dog, that shit was like a fucking ordeal. Like, by the time we left the hotel and we, we charged up completely and we went to the Grand Canyon, that shit was already on like 10%. So really? we had to like, yeah. So we had to find another like. I mean, we had the, we had the, um, we had the, the 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 truck one. So well, not the truck, but the the SUV one. That's okay, so, so it, yeah. it 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 requires more. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, like if after we push like you know eighty five to hundred miles an hour, you know that shit probably was like, you know, burning so much bad, so much so much power. <laughs> Is that gas? Mm-hmm. So much gas. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hear you though. I hear you. Yeah, yeah I would have missed. Like, like, and, and, and again, I, like I don't, even, I don't like even like doing shit, man. I like being. I'm. I'm usually in my house, you know, <laughs> chilling at home. But I'm just looking at it. I was like, God damn, bro! Like, there's like literally nothing out here, man. Like, there's it's like nothing. There's, there's nothing. There's literally just space. nothing. Just space. I can't. I can't live in a place like that because, like me, I always say this. It's like, yeah, I don't like doing shit, but. If I if want I do, to do shit, yeah, you want you the option. Have to have it, it, it has to be a, it has to be available. You know yeah, what I mean? In the right like, state, my friend. Yeah. And it's you're like, yo, but I was gonna tell you say I'm in the right state. I was gonna tell coach, you'll cross Florida off your list, fam. Don't don't come over here. <laughs> it's too expensive. Really? Don't come over here, bro. We're like we're like racing to be like the most expensive state in Florida, yeah, uh, there, and they don't pay us like it. So you gotta come yeah. with a bag. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you got a fat bag with you, you know what I'm saying? Then hey, Florida is your place. You know what how I mean? About, how about Tampa? I mean, Florida's big, so there's many areas yeah. you can go. Tampa. Listen, Orlando. listen. There's, there's Florida is big, but there's really like normal Florida people, right? Miami. Like normal people, right? Like there's like there's like probably like four spots in Florida. You got South Florida, which consists of like Palm yeah. Beach and down, right? Mm-hmm. And then like maybe we can try to like squeeze in like Orlando. 
right? Yeah. Tampa, yeah. right? He and, says then, prison. and then, and then he maybe, says maybe you throw in Jacksonville in there because Jacksonville is a big ass city, right? But then that's it. There's there's nothing else. Like it's just it, it, the rest of the state is just like straight gators and weird people, bro. Like it's like it's it's uh. <laughs> And Key West, I guess, is decent, but Key West is like hella weird because it's like so far and it's like kind of like it's like a whole different place in itself. I went there for the first time recently and I'm like, we're not even Key West. I was like Islam Morado, which is like two hours away from Key West, but it's so damn far from us down here. And it's like nice people, nice beaches. But then you realize once a hurricane comes through, you fucked. Like, <laughs> like there's there's nothing. There's there's nothing to help you. I don't I don't think I even saw big buildings over there. Like it was just underwater. I, I can see that's the first spot that's gonna be underwater completely. So I, I, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here myself. So <laughs> where you going? You going you going back to PA? I don't know, bro. You see, like this thing he says Texas. I always I always thought about yeah, Texas, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. like I'm I'm just kind of scared. Of Texas, yeah, like, yeah. like Texas the snow, scares. The snow, scares. The snow shit that Mike said fucked you up, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, it, it scares me, bro. Like Texas scares me. First of all, it's an open carry state. Like open carry. Yeah, yeah. And then like I don't have a problem with that personally because I'll, I'll carry my shit too. You know what I mean? But like it's mm-hmm. just I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah, people. Are I different. find I, I find that open carry and just this is just for me from traveling. I find like the open carry ones. Like I don't know. It's Yes, because it's open carry, I, I find that more people are, like, more used to it. I don't know if that makes sense. Whereas, like, I feel like concealed weapons is, like, like as a, as a non-carrier, if somebody's a non-carrier, a, a concealed weapon is more scary. I don't know. Because I went to Mississippi. I went to Mississippi, bro. We walk Ooh. into the, we walk into Waffle House. People that like, ah, let me get a... <laughs> Let me get a <laughs> put that thing down. There's a little Billy. Can put that away from me. No, it's just like I don't know. People are gonna get used and, to it. Like, if you if it's an open carry state, you're gonna get used to it. But I I understand Sebastian. You still because there's so many crazy people out there. Like, there's too many crazy. People. Too many people are too ready to 100%. to use that thing. <laughs> so you need to relax a little bit. That yeah. action. Going I out there, I could, I, I kind of see like, you know, why, why so many cults, so many cults like start in, in Arizona, why religion is so. You can hide bodies easily like, out there. Why, like that's, that's yeah. the thing. You can't, was, you can't live in a place where if I die, you won't find Bro, that's, 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 the first, no. that's the first thing I told Bert. I'm like, yo, like how do, like, you know, if, if, if I'm hiring a detective, I'm Black hiring somebody from like that's Arizona. How, that's how it is. Like, how do you Black solve people, crimes? Bro. How do you solve crimes out here? You could fucking bury the bury the body like anywhere. Like, how do you find them? Like, how do you find bodies out here? So, so I'm like, yo, the, it's like, a lost case. Like, <laughs> it's easy to start cults out there because they, yo, people got nothing to do. So, like, you know, they want they want they they want friendships. So they you know they go meet up at the local church and let is like and have have some 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 dude that sounds intelligent say like hey listen man you need to be abstinent you cannot have sex with <laughs> you cannot have sex with your wife i will have sex with your wife <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you know yo that's crazy <laughs> crazy yo yo rich i put my airpods in is it is the sound okay it's um, it's it's slightly different than when you don't have it it was okay, more so it's better say something now Better now? What do you guys think? I don't know. Talk again, coach. Talk again. Nope. It's better like this. Yeah. I think I think it's better like this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like on a, on a, with the AirPods, it sounds like you're literally like underwater. Underwater. Yeah. That's yeah. what everybody sounds. Yeah. Can y'all hear me though? Can yeah. Hear me well. Okay. All right. I don't know if I did that right. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's get it going. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back to a new episode of Ala Yun Sport, um, episode thirty, and we have some good returning guests, some good friends. You guys haven't been there for the longest, so I don't know why, but welcome back, guys. As guys, as you know, it's really good to see you guys back. Coach of Sebastian, let's get it. Mike, welcome yes, back. Yes, sir. Yes, How's sir. How's everyone doing, man? Happy yeah. Sunday. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I love being with you guys, man. You guys give me the vibe. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> it's been so long that you guys, been, we've been together for like, I think it's been a year or two years, mm-hmm. actually. What's everyone going? How was, welcome back, Sebastian. Sebastian from Sideline Sports, standing on the sideline. Shout out to Abu, Osama, and Khaled. And coach, I wanted to talk to you about um, some stuff. Talk to uh, me. You've been, you haven't been for a while. Uh, I know you are doing your Project 365, and you also mm-hmm. coach at the Orangeville Prep and Bounce Elite Basketball over the summer. Talk to me about all those experiences that you're having right now. Oh, it's, it's fun. Like now we're getting back into the flow of everything. Um, um, as I, like last year when we were talking about it, we were just in our first year of getting back to playing, right? Because um, when the pandemic had hit, um, we didn't have the opportunity to go and just, just play. And now we're getting to the flow where now it's been our first full year. So now I'm going through a full year of um, getting to getting through a season. Now, how do we recruit for next year and all that things, right? So, um, AAU also has a natural, a more natural flow to it now um, because, so that's what Bounce Elite is. It's our AAU team. We play on the Nike EYBL circuit and it has a natural flow because now you go from playing the season to going to the summer. So um, flow is big in basketball, especially for athletes. Um, you kind of want to have some kind of continuity. So when something like the pandemic stops your whole routines, your whole momentum, like you'll see that some athletes will actually take a step back because routines and structure is so important. So um, now just being able to see the athletes just play, um, going through the season, finish, they reevaluate how they are at the end of the season. Now they're going into the summer. They're like, okay, what it is that they have to showcase. They're showcasing their strengths and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a natural flow that I really enjoy. And flow is big for me, so. Yeah, that's a hell of an experience. And what about uh, Project 365? What's, Project 365, so, so I'm not as, so this is the reality, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like, honored to be like with so many great podcasters man like you guys are doing y'all think <laughs> i think for me project 365 was more of in an audio experience that i wanted to um showcase to people the stuff that i learn on the daily just yeah. to be able to get better that's more like my angle that i'm trying to take you know i'm not trying to be like um um like in a studio necessarily where um, it has to look a certain kind of way. I'm not very worried about the quality. For me, it's mm-hmm. more about um, the um, the content. Yeah, honestly, what you're doing doesn't yeah. really require a lot of quality or anything. Like yeah. you're just mm-hmm. what you're what you're putting out there is really important. We need that because you're really dissecting the games, the plays, or scenarios. Like it's it's a whole different thing about like just coming in here and do a podcast and then talking about a show that we we need that so that's yeah. that's, that's why i wanted to know more about it that's really good yeah. I appreciate you yeah, doing no. that man 
Appreciate it. No, appreciate it. Appreciate it. And I think also with it, it's like, it's a lot of like, on Mondays, I'll have like Monday boosts, right? So my Monday boosts that I have like on the, um, the Spotify and um, I have on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. Yes. So Monday boost sometimes is just like a little five to seven minutes, sometimes three to seven minutes, just like either a quote that I heard or add or something just to get the mind right, right? Because like, I think a lot of time, like some people don't like Mondays. Like for some reason, we're like, oh, yay, Friday. And then oh, oh, Monday. Damn, back to Monday, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, just giving, just giving people a reason forward to Mondays kind of thing, because like, um, and I don't, I don't want to go too much on a rant here, but my life really changed when I started looking at my life as today I'm getting ready for tomorrow. Right. That's where I feel like my life really changed. So like I actually prepare myself to get ready to go to bed because I know that the quality of sleep that I get tonight is going to determine how good of a day I have tomorrow. tomorrow. Right. So just that continuity, I think, like has resonated with a lot of people. So there's there, there's X's and O's to it. But you, the higher up you go into in basketball, um, you realize that it's not really about the X's and O's, you know, because like I'm sure we've all been there. We've We've listened to these guys talk about, um, like, in the huddle, you're like, oh, what's Steve Kerr going to do? I can't wait for the X and O. Yeah. And then what do they always say? Yeah, you know, we got to get back in transition. We got to rebound. We got to play harder on defense. Like, it's always the same thing. It's the same right? thing. I was, I was so, like, bullshit. What's the, what's the, what's the actual thing? <laughs> what's the actual thing? Y'all I know about? you're just trying to, like, yeah. get away. Like, okay, I, let me give you a quick answer. Mm. Like Popovich. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, no, so, so it's the so it's so it's the continuity in the small habits. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. All right. And what, what can we find the project 365? Project 365. Um, I have on YouTube. I put some visual for, for people on YouTube. Um, there's also on we have an Instagram page, and we also have um our episodes are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So on the weekly, I try to put in, but again, mm-hmm. it's more I think it's more of an angle that people are gonna like use this to get better so 365 the biggest thing about it is every day 365 every day of the year just one just find one thing to get better at that's it all right sebastian welcome back from standing on the sideline um, how's everything going man everything's good, man. going you know the show's great uh you know i think it, uh we try to be consistent and drop episodes at least twice a week especially you know there's not much going on right now i'm supposed to be recording later actually too oh, so shit, i got your early in oh, about to be fault. yeah <laughs> you caught me early today but it's all good um uh, but yeah no you know it's good it's fine it was a pleasure having y'all on there um coach i don't know one day maybe we'll catch you i know you're a busy man maybe no, we'll catch no, you no 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 yeah always make time always make time for y'all oh, you know uh you know so um you know but yeah it's 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 good you know we're just trying to get the followers going and trying to get content going we just can't wait for football the nfl to come to come back around because i feel like we're, we're getting ready to kill shit and yeah you know i appreciate everyone who listens to us you know obviously like Richie, I always say this, you brought me into this whole world and everything. And then, you know, now we're just trying to expand the whole thing. We just like, all of us, we all got to eat. So, hey. Just, just doing the same thing that Mike did for me, because he brought me to that also. So, like, if someone is showing you the way, you got to show everyone. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> yeah, into it. I hate when people who don't, I hate people who don't share. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We, we, and, we all want to eat, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So. <laughs> Mr. Wetz, welcome back. You got the shirt on. So he's he said he's ready to debate. So yeah, man. I came yeah, he, ready he's ready. Today, man. Fans came like a Stephen A. Smith today. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's on that. Yeah. He, I'm on my antagonist shit today, man. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Since we're since we're ready, let's 
let's get, let's get right into it. So we're we're gonna get right into the game four analysis. Um, uh, as you guys saw, like in the last five minutes, Celtics like offense evaporated, and many of them is because like they were saying that the they were playing more stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, but also good defense from the Golden State. Uh, many shutting out the lanes, forcing guys to take threes, and many more like. And also adjustment from Kerr benching um, Green. They yeah. went on, they went on an eleven and three run. So many aspects on those last five six minutes determined the uh, the game really. And so I'm just gonna go straight into it. Like any any thoughts on Game Four that you guys saw that you guys like from Golden State or Celtics? Get right into it, guys. I mean, uh, hold on. I know before Sebastian, I, Mike before, was ready. Before I even start, before I even start, you know, I know Sebastian has some thoughts. You know, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was chasing him. You know, throughout the game, like in uh, Game Four, Twitter, group chat, everywhere, because uh, you know, I said that the Golden State Warriors would not win another game in this series, and you know, I'm sticking to that point that the Warriors are not winning this series. And I know Richie. Richie thinks that you know I don't want uh, Steph Curry to win. Steph Curry is a top 10 player of all time to me. I've said it before. I've said in 2016, 2017, 2018, that he was the best player in the league. Everybody was looking at me sideways because LeBron had went to six, seven finals in a row at that point. You know, I'm saying all that to, you know, to preface my point, like I want Steph Wardell Curry to win. You know, even Maul, formerly from the Joe Budden podcast, went after that game, said, you know, Steph is a top five player. I was like, yeah, I mean, you put in a little, a lot of dip on your chip there, but I'm not going to fight it. Like, but, you know, I know Steph Curry is a top 10 player of all time to me. I'm just putting it out there because I want to hear what the other guys have to say first. And then afterwards, I'm going to say my point and to why the Boston Celtics should be the the ones to win this series. Who wants to go? Coach, coach, go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) No, so... So let me just talk generally, um, just my mindset going into it. So um, when I first saw the way that the, the series is going to play out, how I thought it was going to play out was my first idea was going to be it was going to be Warriors. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought that experience was going to be like the thing that was going to take them over the hump. That was the first thing that I thought about. OK, um, but then when I actually sat back and watched it and you know how basketball now matchups are so huge now. Right. Um, yep. For me, the story that I said going into it was always going to be that rebounding was going to be huge, okay? Just rebounding was going to be huge, huge, huge in this series. So when I'm looking at it, I think that the Warriors feel like their best lineup has to have either some combination of Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Clay, um, Draymond, Wiggs, Poole, or some kind of either auto porter instead of pool or auto porter instead of like, there's some kind of conversation in that. I don't feel like they can rebound at the highest level if they don't have Kavan Looney. Mm-hmm. So now with the play type that the way that the Warriors play, it takes off a lot of skill on the floor when they have to play Kavan Looney, right? Because now they kind of have to play a little bit differently. There's maybe not a, the, the floor shrinks a little bit more, right? So Going back to the point about game four, I think um, I think we, we witnessed the classic. 
like Steph Curry is going to have to shoot about 25 to 30 shots. Yeah, like Mike opinion. said, he has to play every fuck every minute. My opinion. <laughs> my opinion. So I think 44 that's the minutes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest minutes. thing that if they're going to play that way, you know, and a lot of people I'll, I'll get into I'll get into some some more stuff like later, but a lot of people um a lot of people have that knock on Draymond. But if you look at the way that Draymond plays, right, they're like, oh, he doesn't score. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Like, he's so important to these guys just emotionally, just um, just defensively, right? When Kevon Looney's at the end of the – on the back line, he's able to kind of, like, um, act like as a free safety a little bit more. And now he's able to, to, to mess up a lot of their plays because his defensive IQ is so high. But I think um, when you look at him being taken out – in the taken out in the fourth quarter that was a very gutsy move by Steve Kerr but I think it was something that was very necessary because I think at that moment you saw him go sometimes to go offense defense and they're gonna have to do a little bit more of that for them to be able to have success so it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting series but now where I stand okay so I would like Boston to win because you know black head coach like who doesn't want that yeah. You know, so, um, but I can see the Warriors taking it too, just because these guys are, they're battle tested. They're just battle tested. Any specific reason why you feel like those last four minutes, um, the Celtics was not able to play Celtics <laughs> basketball? I, so here's, so here's what I think. Here's my thing is, we're asking a lot of Marcus Smart right now. That's what I'm thinking. We're asking a lot of Marcus Smart. We're asking him to defend Steph Curry at a high level. You got to be the vocal leader of the team. And we're asking you to score points. That's a lot, right? Nobody so, cares, bro. You that's it. Cares. He won defensive player yeah, of the year, yeah, right? In the, like, in the finals, bro. Nobody cares. Step, no, step but, up. <laughs> no, no, but no, we're at, I, I see what you're saying too. But like, I think, I think when you have you know, your two best players for sure are Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Mm -hmm. But if your third player is not consistent on some kind of level, like if I need Marcus Smart to sometimes score 20, that means somebody else has to give me another 20 somewhere else. Marcus Smart is not going to outscore his matchup. He's not going to outscore Seth Curry. He might score 20, 20, he might score 21 game, but he's not going to score. That means that those points have to come from somewhere else. But they have no. been though. They have that's what they have like guys like Derek White who's just been like like some, for for some reason some games he just doesn't look like he knows how to miss a three point shot. And then you know Al Horford will have these games where he shows up also. So it's like it's not just it's not just Marcus Smart. He does have they do have those points. Mm-hmm. They do have that production coming from other players. But the the reason why I'm saying that is because you know you're you're so would you consider guys like Derek White guys like Al Horford to be role players? Where are they? And that's no, system, yeah. they are that's what they are. That's what they are. I'm gonna tell you something because look, for me, it says this is why I, I like you know, Mike, Mike is talking, you know, about like you know, I, I, yeah, Mike, yeah, you right, you, you <laughs> yeah, over here talking about like you know, you're talking about the Celtics as if like they're just like you know, MJ and Pippen, like you know, it's like oh, they 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 you know, oh, Golden State Warriors are not gonna win one more game, you know, you know, and that's what this is part that blows my mind because 
as you started right here, you try to say all this shit so you don't catch no smoke. You gonna catch smoke because I mean I got said, smoke for you, you too. Said, dog. You said you said all this shit, right? You said all this shit talking about oh, you want Steph Wardell Curry, you want him to win, blah blah, top 10 all the time. But at the same time, you're gonna disrespect him and say that the Golden State Warriors are not gonna win another game. Yeah, and yeah. that's the part that blows my mind because Steph Curry knows damn well he ain't just gonna get uh just gonna lose these games like this. As you can see, he dropped his 43 point amazing performance. He should have been more. He got fouled plenty of times that he didn't get calls, whatever. All right. Um, also the reason why I can say this is because it doesn't matter how bad Golden State is playing, they're still that deadly team. And the fact that I just sat here and witnessed the Celtics playing against the Heat, right? Who were like wobbled like we were like we were like we were like we were hurt it's just yo it was just a lot of shit was going down right and i'm watching that and that was the weirdest series i've ever seen because there was one game where you can see like the boston celtics were just completely better than the miami heat and then another game where it's like well they're just completely being outplayed it was literally going both ways back and forth all the way till game seven right so that's why i'm like i don't have a lot of uh faith in a sense in the Celtics, because like they should have, there's no way in hell if they're as good as you claim they are. There's no way in hell they go to seven against the Heat, considering how hurt we were. You're there's correct. no, there's you're no correct. way, there's no way we should go to seven against these guys if they're as good as you're saying they are. And they I'm not saying they they're not. They shouldn't have good. went to seven with the Bucks either. Exactly. You see what I mean? If they should have, like people were saying, they were great when they swept Brooklyn, but Brooklyn was a dysfunctional team. Like nothing was going well over there. You know, these guys look like they were just ready to go on vacation regardless. I'm not going to say that's why they got swept, but regardless, they don't matter. But I don't have that high stock that you guys have in the Celtics because I'm watching them. And there's game. There's that times when you're watching, you're like, yeah, like when you have guys like Derek White, Al Horford, who are knocking down everything. And it's like, yo, and you see, like, there's a there's a meme going on everywhere. They're not going to keep hitting these shots and they just keep doing it. But that's the thing. Now you're in the finals. And they've showed up, those, those, that group has showed up together like probably like what, like two games so far? We're four games in. I, I wouldn't say that. I think, I think, yeah, the shots are like, the, uh, Al Horford has had less shots, but the shots are still falling. But, you yeah, know, they're still your falling. Point, finish your point. Finish your point. I'll, I'll counter. They're still I'll, falling. I'll, you know, I'll counter. But that's my point because, like, that, that strategy, it can work. It, it has worked throughout the playoffs. But the thing about it is, and I say this all the time, this is not any other team you're playing against. You're playing against the Warriors. That is the strategy that fits their game plan. If anything, they trap you into wanting to shoot threes. You want to either try to keep up with them when they're hot making threes, and even if they're not, when you're draining threes, they want you to feel confident that, yes, this is the better shot to take. Because when they start not going down, that's when that's when you lose the game and as we saw right here it was bad shot it was bad decision making in terms bad of shot, shot making yep bad shot selection okay and they were settling for threes because why this is what got us here this is they had, they had the good looks. really well as well it they was good, good looks. looks it they was good, good looks. looks that's the worst part about it but when they start not falling now you're playing into golden state's trap because that's one team that i don't think any other team in the league can compete with in terms of three-point shooting I don't care about no regular stats. I don't care about what the numbers said for the regular season, how this team shot this percentage, blah, blah. That don't matter. We're talking about in the playoffs. We're talking about against a guy like Steph Curry, considering also the fact that you have Klay Thompson, who's been playing like shit mm -hmm. this whole time. His numbers are not even right. You know what I mean? So imagine, like, now we're about to get to the point where we're starting to see, we saw this last year. There was game five, Clay, game six, Clay, And if that Clay shows up, I'm sorry, but there's no way. 
You see what I mean? Because the Celtics are either there or not. At a point, you'll see them. You're like, oh, damn, this is the most dominant team in the world. Why are they, why are they not playing Robert Williams in crucial minutes? He's the one that's keeping y'all in the game. I mean, uh, for, for last game, I, I wouldn't say so. Um, they, they ended up having to play him because for some uncharacteristic reason, they were getting out-rebounding by a smaller team. And which which only happened once throughout the series so far, and they got out rebounded by one rebound. Rebounding um, is they 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 got thirteen more rebounds than they did last game, like which is unfathomable. Like I, I look, so are you done with your point? By the way, because uh, oh, go know, ahead, go uh, ahead. You know, so I'm just so, here. <laughs> I'm just here to understand how you how you can slander the man so much I'm, and then it's disrespect not, it's not, my, it's not slander. You know? It's not slander, Seabass. It's not slander mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. first of all. Like let's let's talk about like let's go back to what happened in the in the semi in the semis where Ime Udoka after they lost Game Five at home uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks who was playing without Chris Middleton what did he say he said like you know it's like we just like to make things tough for ourselves but we're gonna make it we're gonna we're it's gonna end up being a little bit sweeter when we get it done like you know I love his poise and I love I love his confidence but. Clearly, you know, Steve Kerr is out coaching him in the series. And that's just the fact that, you know, he's a rookie head coach. He's going to learn. He's going to learn a few things. There's another tweet that blew up on Twitter, actually, um, that had like 5,000 likes the last time I checked it. Like, nobody's better at beating the Boston Celtics than the Boston Celtics, which is why maybe now I'm kind of like siding on Fabo's side where he is like, you know, he doesn't have full faith in his team because they just like blowing stuff up on themselves for no, for no damn reason. But here's the questions I'm going to ask you. Um, who changed their defensive schemes more in this series? Golden State. Who changed their starting lineup in this series? I actually didn't notice that. Golden State oh, yeah. changed their starting lineup? Yeah, yeah they, they, they started they Porter. They started they did. That was last game. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did notice that actually, Porter. So we're talking about he's been playing well himself. So it's like, yeah, he's been been playing well. And Mm -hmm. the the important thing for for the Golden State Warriors is to start to start well early because they're finding out that it's it's taking too much energy to chase the game, especially against a physical team like Boston. When like when you're looking at game three where they started off so poorly, well, because you're putting two non-scoring bigs on the court with Kevon Looney and Draymond Green. And now you're putting so much pressure on Andrew Wiggins because of the way that they're guarding Stephen Curry. Like, so now the other question I'm like, you know, I'll ask, I don't know if Richie has it, but we'll get to it a little bit later, but you just have to tip your hat off to Steph. Steph played an all time game in game four. He played an all time game in game four. And I'm not going to talk about the refs. I mean, you brought up the point that he was getting fouled. He should have had more points. It's operating at a net net zero right now. Uh, calls are bad either way. Boston is not getting a whole bunch of calls. Golden State is not getting a whole bunch of calls. Like you know, the refs are terrible. We all know this. It's been a, it's been a terrible playoffs for this, uh, for, for the referees. But when I'm looking at it, you're looking at Steve Kerr having to literally grasp at anything that he can try to figure out to like beat this team. That just shows me that there's clearly one team that's better here, and it's the Boston Celtics. Emes 5 has been Emes 5 throughout the entire playoffs. Outside of injury, he has not changed his, his starting five. But you've seen every other team 
Miami had injuries, but it, when it came down, when it comes to down to Gold, when it when it comes down to Golden State, he's literally grasping at anything to try to figure out a way to beat this team, and that's why, like now, I've come to consider like Steve Kerr is a great coach because he's not afraid to make adjustments, and on the biggest stage, he's trying he's literally trying to figure out and trying to like find adjustments in a way to put his uh, to 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 put his team in a position to win. But everything that, that I'm talking about right now is pointing to one thing and one thing only. The Boston Celtics are a matchup nightmare for the Golden State Warriors. And they're literally, they literally had to have an all-time performance. People are calling, like, Steph Curry's, like, that's Steph Curry's flu game. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you know, so they had to get an all-time performance for, from him to actually get this W where some of the shots, like, Somebody was literally on his back, pause every single time. Like Derek White was in his grill on that last three pointer. Like yeah, he just made those last possessions. They just they guarded him shots. well. He's just he just Curry's made Curry. tough shots, man. So and when you sorry to cut you off, Rich, but when you when you're looking at you know the like it was poor shot selection uh, at the end for for uh, for the Boston Celtics. But at right there, they still had some clean looks. So this you is know, what I'm. Like, saying. I kind of have to disagree with that, though. Yeah. Like my, my, my bad if I if I'm just in, cutting no, 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 in right no, no, here. No, no. It's just because when when you're saying that you know like it it takes a godly performance from from Steph Curry for them to be in the game, and I think that you also have to account for the fact that you have Clay Thompson, who is also one of the other greatest shooting. Uh, uh, shooting guards in a, in in a in a league in terms of shooting three pointers and everything, greatest shot makers, and he's not he's not playing well. He hit some big shots in, in at, at good times, game four, but sometimes he just out here chucking shit up. Like I I, be, I, I said it on my pod. I'm like I'm like he's 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 doing shit like he don't give a fuck. Like he looks like he don't care. It you know what like I mean? He so, doesn't care. I think he's just figuring it out. And we got to remember, Clay started playing. He's been hurt again four months ago. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, yo, that's why I'm so harsh on him. But like, and I sound harsh, but it's just the fact that like, for right now, he's mediocre. But okay, so that's that's kind of what that's kind of the point I'm trying to make here because he is mediocre right now, right? So imagine if he wasn't playing bad. If he has, because he as mediocre as he's been, there are games throughout the playoffs right here where he shows up, and you're watching Clay go off, and you're like, all right, this is the Clay we're we're accustomed to. Right. So like if he has one of those nights, then that kind of like guarantees the W for Golden State. You see what I mean? So like I think that's that, that's that's the point I'm making, because for the Celtics, I think, look, it doesn't matter what Jason Tatum and, and uh, Jalen Brown do. I expect them to be productive every single night. But Jason Tatum hasn't been, though. That's the thing. Like he has, been- he has, he, he, like game three, he's the one who, he's the one who, who was, uh, who was scoring all the points. Game three. I, I mean, game, game two. And ga- and game, game two. Game one. I, I would say. Game one, he didn't do shit. He just had 13 assists. Game two, he's the one that was outscoring everybody. Game three. I don't remember how many points he dropped, but game four right here, he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't show up as, as people expected him to right here. You know what's funny? Right? Game two and game three and game four. Basically shot the same. You'll nine notice for something. Tw- nine though. for 23, eight for 23. You'll notice same something, though. Though. like every night you get at least 50 points, basically, from Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. But I mean, like, that's, that's that's like a guarantee. What you don't have as a guarantee is the other role players. Is Derek White dropping 20 tonight? Is Al Horford dropping 30 plus? 
in game one. Like these, these are the things that you don't expect. And when they do that, it makes it very hard to beat that team. But that's my point. Unless their role players show up, the Celtics don't have a chance. I, and I don't want to put it that way. Yeah, they're, they're, you, you talk that. about you talk about size. That's the only thing that's helping them as much as it is because they have that much size o- o- over the Warriors. But when you have the Warriors shooting, once you have Jordan Poole having a good game, once you have Klay Thompson having a good game, yo, no one could account for the fact that freaking Draymond Green just forgot how to play basketball in the finals. Like, all right, like, I want to hear what Coach let me, has let me to see. Say. Let me see what Coach no, has to say. Yeah. No, Any count no, on that? No, but this was back to what I was saying, you know, before you guys, but I thoroughly enjoyed that, by the way, guys. You guys have made a lot of valid points. I think for me, that was the thing. Like, when I asked the question, like, are they role players? The reason why I said that is because most of the time you're role players, okay? And you, for some reason, the role, the role players, what you get, sometimes you need, like, an extra somebody to give you, like, that boost, right? Like, ju- there's just, like, like, if we think about how how um, most of these playoffs, they, 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 they end up finishing, right? There's always somebody that's going to give you something that you don't expect. And the reason why I said, are they role players is because most of the times your role players, they seem to play better when you're, when they're at home. And even now at home, we don't even know what we're getting from these guys. And Mike made a valid point of now you're looking at the, the, um, the experience in just being there from the warriors, right? They have kind of like that freedom and like, I feel like they have less pressure where they're willing to try more stuff. That, that, that plays a factor, guys. Like you talk about a first year head coach. First year head coach will go into the situation and just be like, this is what got us here. Let me stick to that. Let me not switch things too much because I don't want to. But now with the Warriors, they're more flexible. They're more like, uh, let's uh, start out of order. Uh, let me bench Draymond. Do you know what I'm saying? I think they have more flexibility because one, the only advantage I think that the Golden State Warriors have outside of having Stephen Curry playing on their team is the fact that strength and strength in numbers is truly well alive for them. Like their bench is actually their bench. Yeah. Their quality bench. Yep. Boston doesn't have that luxury. Yep. Yep. Outside of those three guys, the only other guy that I think they, that they could wait, possibly wait. play in this series is Daniel Tice. And wait. Would play him. Time the fuck out. Hold on. So Boston don't got a good bench now? They have the three role players, and that's it. Who? Else, who? who else are you gonna put? Who else are you gonna put? It's so Pritchard. who's the three role players? Who's it's the Pritchard. three role players? It's Pritchard. It's it's uh, Grant Williams and Derek White. And Derek White. That's it. You're gonna play Daniel Tice. Go look at their bench, man. Who are you gonna put? Yeah, that's that, that's kind of it. That's that's who are you that's gonna put, bro? Yeah. That's it. Go look at that's it. That's about it. They don't play no more. No one else besides that. Whereas the Warriors, I seen them like, I seen them. The Warriors bench, the pieces fit a little bit more, a little bit better because like, you know, this offense is geared around. You know, you want to get Steph Curry open. You want to get some pin downs for Clay Thompson, right? And I feel like the rest of the guys are kind of like more locked into that role where like when they come in, it's just like, okay, Gary Payton, you're going to defend. You're going to, you're going to pick up, you're going to defend. Um, you know, if they do play Kaminga, you know, that's another story, but like Kaminga, I feel like if they were to play Kaminga, they would just be like, okay, you know what you're going to do? Just block shots, just rebound and run the floor. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it does make sense. Like the bench does have, a little more fit to it. There's a little more kick, especially when you know what your role is. Richie, I want to ask a question. Yes, like, sir. Because I don't know if you have if if you had that question, but my thing is now Steph Curry has torched this team for four games straight. Um, we seen we seen 
we saw in the first game where their drop coverage on Stephen Curry was horrible. Like they've never yeah. seen like they've never seen Stephen Curry play basketball before. What and was they it? kept what they were kept, they thinking? You know, <laughs> like he scored 21 points in the first quarter of the first half. I don't remember what it was. But now, like, especially after the last game, I'm 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 wondering, and I, I want to know what you guys think if Ime is starting to, is going to think that all right, like something that he's not he hasn't done in the playoffs at all. No matter who has been going off against him, except except for uh, Kevin Durant, I think because I mean KD is KD. Are you gonna blitz? Are you gonna blitz Curry in the pick and roll, and force him to give up the ball and force somebody else to to beat you? Are you gonna I take would. the ball? Are you gonna take the ball out of his hand because he's torched your team for four games straight now, um, and Curry has to play well. Curry has to play well for this team to to actually win. And he's shown up every single game in the series because he understands that he cannot have one night off if this series, if, if this team is to win. Like he cannot count on Klay Thompson. You 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 cannot count on Jordan Poole right now, and you definitely can't count on Draymond Green because he he forgot how to play basketball, and he's still doing his podcast every like you know one hour after the game, anyways. But you know, let's not talk about that. <clears throat> but what do you guys think? What do you does Ime stick to what he's been doing or does he blitz? I think Steph? I think that if I quickly can answer, I, I think that you can blitz in the maybe the first first two quarters. But I know for a fact Golden State is gonna adjust by the second half. They're gonna know what to do. But if if that helps a little to slow down the offense, the early jump for Curry and stuff like that, if yeah, have the other guys knock the shots if they can. Uh, Wiggins, um, Clay Thompson, but yeah, I think that's one possibility you can use. Yeah. So, 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 Mike, the reason why it's hard, okay, is because those ball screens are being set so high up, okay, <laughs> and naturally you're too big. So like now, what's happening is that the Warriors are calling, like it's either Robert Williams or Al Horford. They're calling whoever is being guarded by those guys to come set these screens, right? So with the screens being set so high up, it's kind of hard to get Al Horford 40 feet away from the basket and have him rotate all the way back to go all the way to the basket. Right? No, but what if you trap so, him? What if you trap him and try to... You would basically almost have... You would basically almost have the same issue because if he would... If you're bigs, right? If Robert... that So... Um, no, I see what you're, I see what you're saying. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get points. Yeah. I think. I think. I'm. I'm of the. I'm of the. Um. I'm of you know the thought that Ime can't blitz him because I think if he blitzes him, I think that will actually release Draymond and because Draymond is so smart in the middle of the park, uh, you know, yeah. like you know, trying That's to dr- driving the lane and you know kicking out and finding shooters. I think even like if something like that happens, we might even be able to see Jonathan Kuminga. But I want to see like you know, you know what I that wanna, reminds I, me of? Um, that play that the Nets always does with um, what's his name? Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they the kick. Middle, they blitz KD, floater. and then he 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 kicks. I mean, he passes to Brown, and Brown is looking for either Halley Oop or yeah. wide yeah. open. That that's why. Yeah, that might happen. But, th- but that's where but that's where you see that's where like I feel like I'm getting at because like I think it's it's gonna be part of a matchup. So you got two ways that you could deal with that. It's either you gotta play two bigs at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. But then you kind of lose something on the offensive end. You gotta play Horford and uh Time Lord together, but then you kind of lose stuff on the offense, right? 
or because I think what the Celtics are doing right now is I think the Celtics are okay. Hey, Steph Curry is going to get his shot. Let's just not let everybody else go off. I think, I think just watching it, I think that that's what they're deciding to do because I think it's becoming a, it because you're looking at now, now it's a split, right? Like you said, Steph Curry torched for four games straight. It's a split. It's two, two. I think that now if they started blitzing and then letting Draymond now Draymond gets a feel now Draymond gets a touch now Draymond is a play. it releases it opens up the game too much mm-hmm. so I think that now they're like okay we're gonna let him get a shot but we're not gonna let everybody else get into that flow that's just what I, I, I that's just looking at it that's kind of like what what I'm kind of seeing because you're right you're like man like Steph Curry's like killing y'all for, like what are we what are we doing but if you and look at you it, that's, that's part of the <laughs> reason gave why him the whole arsenal last game. Everything, bro, but bro. but again, that's the reason why. It, it, I'm not sure if it was Sebastian. Draymond, Draymond's it. been such a non-factor. That's the that's the main reason why. Yeah, we're staying home, and we're not letting Draymond get loose. So now you're wondering why does Draymond look like he doesn't? Because Draymond is used to playing four on three basketball. It's more space. It's easier, right? But now if we're staying home and we're making him, when he catches the ball, play five on five, now it looks like, oh, my God, what is he, what is he doing? So now, just now you're actually taking Draymond's superpower out because you're not overreacting to the, to, the, to, the, to the ball screen setting up all the way up high. And some Looney Tune shit. <laughs> what you got for me, man? Who? You got more for me? Seabass, what you got for me? You got more for me? No, I'm just trying to – I'm just like, you know, like it's just – End of the day, bro. Like we haven't seen the whole Golden State roster playing well together one time. But that's the thing, like, though. Can I feel like listen, 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 listen. We've seen the Celtics playing well together, the whole roster, right? Have we? Yes, we have. Jason we Tatum have. is shooting thirty-four percent from the field. Twenty-eight listen, for eighty-two. We have, because you know that's normal. Because him and him and Brown, for some reason, they they, they rarely they rarely go off like that together. It's rare. They either it's one or the other, and then you have the role players kicking in doing their thing. That's how it's been. We've seen the Celtics looking looking well <laughs> together, right? Maybe not fully, fully at that hundred percent, right? But yes, we've seen it for Golden State, not at all. And I feel like once we do see that, you're like, well, this is Golden State basketball, and then there you go. How often have they went off together in this playoff run? Golden State? Yeah. I don't think it. Ha- I don't think it. I don't think it's happened. So why would you expect that in happen. the finals? That's kind of my point. They're here, Mike. <laughs> this, this is they're this here, is, okay. Mike. This, this is, is the thought. finals, I'm Mike. Give you my two minute thoughts. <laughs> I understand okay. both sides. And they're still here. Somehow they're still here. In seven, because of the from everything I've seen for four games, if I'm picking a better team, if they're playing the way they're supposed to be playing. I will, I'm picking Celtics, but mind blowing. No, wait, hold on. I'm the one who said I'm the one who said Golden State was gonna win Game Four. Remember, I was I was there in your chat with you. I told you I told my games Game Four is gonna be for Golden State. I didn't see 43 p- points coming, but he did his thing over there. But my thing J- is that Jordan showed up. The reason why I said that this the Golden State is gonna win this is for some weird reason, the Celtics. Oh, out of the series, they always have two games that they're they just give it away. Yeah, and they start getting turnovers. Then they can't knock shots. They're not playing the way they're supposed to be playing. So I'm like, yo, if if they're not perfect, Golden State can take advantage of that. Even if they even if they're not at 100, I think it's possible. And I think we we have to give him that respect. And that's why I said Game Four, Golden State. 
Look, but let me just add, I'm still going to stick with Celtics and seven. Let me just add one thing. All right. Yeah. I think it's to say like right here. And I just, I just take pieces from what y'all say, right? Like the Celtics, like they have to play perfect, right? It's like, that's the thing. It's like, they have to like play perfect. So. No, no turnovers okay, or whatever. Near perfect, near perfect. I think near perfect. Right. Yeah. So I think it's kind of weird because on Golden State side, it's like, you know, they're not going to play perfect. You they're know, not. they're about to have they a can't. bunch of dumb turnovers. I'm watching Curry as great of a game he had. There's some turnovers he had. Where you saw, it's you like, saw the overhand? Yeah, the over, like, the over, like, the over remind, the head. Re- that's, reminder, that's like a, that's like a when preseason. Behind the back. <laughs> that's like a preseason game. Oh, ha, we just chilling today. Like this isn't, this isn't the NBA play the finals. You see what I mean? Like as much as you, as much urgency as you, as you think they should have, sometimes it feels like Golden State's just here like, ha. Damn, we just lost it. We're gonna get y'all back in a second, though. Like, you know, like this, that's how they think. It's like to them, and it, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy because it, it drives Steve Kerr crazy because you hear him talking about it all the time. It's like I, I keep telling them, like, they need to like, you know, be more careful with the ball, stop turning a ball over, like in such dumb, dumb turnovers, and they don't listen. It's like I, I guess we'll see when they start doing it. You know what I mean? Like Steve Kerr has almost given up because it's like the way they play, they play like so freely. That it just causes sometimes, like to like for them to just not care, and they just you know who they, plays so freely and I but don't Marcus Smart why. has Poole. those turnovers as well. Jordan, Jordan Poole, Poole plays like, so every freely. time. Every time he's handling the ball now, like I'm like uh, I'm like in panic mode until Ooh. until he does some good with it, and then it's Ooh. like oh shit, it's like what the fuck who is we going talking on? to? Jordan Poole. Well, when he's doing the, when he's doing those herky jerky moves. I'm yeah, like, uh, like bro, like you can do it, but like you need to you need to focus. Here's my last they have, point. They have, Here's my last point. That was putting an and one mixtape out there last game. <laughs> Here's my that last point before I, let, before I let before I let coach get in here. Um, I think last game, game four, has a lot to do with how Jason Tatum was playing more than you know what Golden State did well in the game, like where they you know Andrew Wiggins out rebounded everybody. Like, I think he had, like, four offensive boards. Mm -hmm. Um, Steph had another offensive board, like, between two Celtics defenders. Like, you got – you get out-rebounded by by 13 when you have – when Robert Williams played the most minutes he's played in this series yet. And Williams barely touched the floor. Um, But I don't know if it's this new age. I mean, Coach, you could probably tell me that. But Mm -hmm. I haven't watched – Trey Young played that that much to 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 say Richie, you might you might let me yeah. know, but Devin Booker, uh, Jason Tatum, and uh, and Luka Doncic, I've never seen so like so these guys cry so much to referees in my life every <laughs> single time, and that's why I'm like that's why I kind of changed my stance, and I'm kind of agreeing with Fabo now. Um, Jalen Brown is the MVP of the Celtics in this series. Because every time he's driving to the basket, he's driving with purpose and he's driving straight towards, you know, the basket. Like when he's doing, when he's, when he's putting the ball on the floor, Jason Tatum is driving at weird angles, like trying to draw contact. And every time he tosses the ball up at a weird angle, like you can't even see the basket. He's looking at the referee complaining. Like, let me tell you something, man. Nobody cares. Like every time like you drive and you fall on the floor, like you're like, oh, you, 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 you're 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 shaking your shoulder. Everybody's saying like, oh, it's gonna come out like you know later throughout the series that Jason Tatum Man's was playing actor, with a torn. J- James, uh, um, Tatum was playing with a torn labrum. Nobody cares, bro. You're in the finals. Figure it out. Figure <laughs> it the fuck out, man. I, if I'm Ime Udoka, I'm taking the stat sheet 
And I'm going to Jason Tatum after the game, and I'm whispering in his ears, why is Stephen Curry shooting more free throws than you? Can you explain to me why Stephen Curry has more free throws than you, my guy? You're six foot nine with a with, with, with incredible wingspan. Why is your most of your points coming from the three-point range right now? Like, you're ass right now, bro. You're costing us a series. Like, you need to wake up. So, like, this is, like, that's my thing. Like, Jason Tatum, if you're, if you're mad and you're saying, like, you're, you're barking so much at the referees throughout the game, then go, go back in, go back in that, in, in, in that presser and get the $25,000 fine. Get it. It was like, yo, say, yo, man, the refs are ass, bro. Every mm-hmm. time I'm, every time I'm driving the lane, I'm getting hacked. Steph Curry gets scratched and clawed at every single time he's running off of screens. Every time this man is done with a game, you could see his arms have like mad cuts on it, like bleeding all the time. But you, you keep complaining and like looking at the refs, like get back on defense, giving you the benefit of the doubt. Like, dude, Mm -hmm. like you're in the finals, figure it out, bro. Mm -hmm. But uh, the last thing I'll say is that the Celtics have yet to lose back to back games. um, Mm -hmm. And however, however long, they're still the they're still the bigger and more physical team, and it's still Golden State and Steve Kerr having to figure out how to play and match up against them. It's I mean, not the other way around. So I was gonna ask you guys game five prediction for the final stretch. What's your what's your game five prediction, Mike? I think it's a I think it's a Boston Celtics. win. They have they have they have yet to lose back to back games, and I think it's another Celtics win. What about you, Coach? Game five prediction. Boston going into Boston going into the going into Ooh. Golden State and winning. That would be huge. If they win, if they win in Golden State, it's over. They're finishing it, they're finishing it off. Yeah. But if the Warriors win next game, I could see Boston winning two in a row. I could see Boston winning two in a row. But if I'm if I'm taking this game. Yo, this is tough, man. This is this is like to be honest, this is the most um like it could go either way that yeah, I can say. I could see that. Yeah, but I'm gonna go because if I now I now I gotta go stats wise, probability wise. The team that wins game five most of the time, they're gonna win the series. So I'm going to say I'm gonna say Boston. Okay. What about you, uh, Sebastian? Oh, Golden State, bro. Golden State <laughs> oh. is winning this game. <laughs> yeah. right but I'm not. I'm not mad at you for saying that because, like, I could see it too. Yeah. I'm not mad at you for saying that. It, it, even it's, even if they lose, even if they lose, it's kind of crazy for y'all to think that if they lose, it's over because Boston won in Miami Game Five, uh, took it back to Game Six to their crib just to blow that fucking game and have to go back to uh to Miami and play Game Seven. Love and making it interesting. Yeah, they, yeah sure. but they, I, I, I dare them to take it to seven and win in Golden State. I, I dare them. I dare them. That's not going to happen. I want. So that's I, what exactly I was going to say. I was put some spice. I think Celtics is going to win game five. Nope. And Golden State is going to win game six. I would love to hear what y'all got to say after they lose that game. To be like, tell me, tell me that, that the Celtics I mean, we gotta see, we gotta You might not get an answer oh, by tomorrow. Tell me, so do y'all think, so y'all think, y'all think if they, okay, that is my question. Now. If they, mm-hmm. if Golden State wins this game, do y'all think Boston can win two games back to back? Yes. I, I could see, I could see I could it happen. It, but I don't know. <laughs> I could see it happening. That's cool. tough, Sebastian. Yeah, I better pray Clay Thompson is having a horrible shooting night again. Because if not, I, I want I want them to win, man. 
I, I, I I'll say that. To be fair, Mike Mike is a Curry guy. He's been a Curry guy for the longest. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to see the team win, but he wants to see Curry win. The because, only person I don't want to see win is Draymond because I, it's going to be a whole summer of nonsense, like just exactly. nonstop talking. That's about it. Like we're going to see him drawing at Pat Beverly, like Yo, he, Kendrick he, he Perkins, be calling everyone, dunk like everybody out. Now, but, but let me ask, let me ask y'all this: like Draymond, right? Do do you guys think like can the Warriors win a game? And there's a reason why I'm asking this question. But can the Warriors win a game by benching Draymond the whole game? No. You think they can? Mm-mm. You He's need too a, valuable of a defender. Yeah. Okay. So so okay. So there's the next part also that people are not talking about. I think Draymond is a different player right now because Draymond is one technical foul away from being uh, suspended. That's I think crazy. that. I think that. Is he really? Is that the that case right now? I think that plays a factor. Another one. Another yeah. finals where Draymond's going to blow. That's what I'm saying. Team. So I think, so I actually think he's, he's a different player, like defense. I can't, he doesn't give you his full value the way that he wants to give it to you. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But that's, a, but that's another, that's another. Figure like, it I've out, I've been bro. thinking about this shit a lot. He said figure, figure it out. Figure it out, bro. Like, <laughs> it's the finals. You know, one thing I say, like, you know, in game four that was very underrated and I think undervalued is... Steph Curry literally barking at the crowd in the first quarter where he's like, basically he just told like these guys like, yo, I'm not going to let you guys pump me and my team. And when it's I'm usually gonna, when, when that, yeah, that energy, was a special moment, when that energy usually comes from Draymond, Steph I'm, doesn't, Steph usually is like, he's going to do the, the shimmy. Yeah. He's going to do the little, he's going to do the little flex pose. Like, you know, like, you know, the little dances when yeah. he's doing the threes. But him basically that was different bark- energy. Yeah, him basically barking and being angry and telling like you kind of seeing like that yo fuck you energy from him. Like it's it was different. Yeah. And I think he's like yo, of- listen, I I can give you guys the business today <laughs> in TD Garden. And I, I was telling you guys this TD Garden. Um, well, hostile. It, it's it's special. I was watching a the game there. Like yo, they're so loud. They're drunk. <laughs> they love basketball. They live off sports. They love sports period. It's yeah. a tough crowd. Yeah, man. It's, it's a, a it's tough a, arena to win. It's a winning. It's a winning city. You're talking about the Patriots. You're talking about Patriots, the, the Boston, Bruins, um, the Red the, Sox. The Red Sox. Yeah. So, you know, New England used to winning. Can we say that? No. I don't, uh, I don't watch. Like I don't watch. I don't watch <laughs> soccer for, for for America. I don't watch American. No, nah, but when he did that, when he did, when Curry did that, I'm like, yo, I I haven't seen that energy. For the whole playoff, so I'm like, ooh, this man is. LeBron was hype. I don't yeah. know. Get- but yeah, final stretch for that. I appreciate everything, <laughs> guys. Um, we're gonna go to the last segment. Um, I don't think Sebastian Coach knows about that segment. It's called "What's Up with That." It's really mm-hmm. small answers. They're just like whatever you guys think not about listening it. Listening to the show. What's going on, guys? Hey, what are you going to say we don't know? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, just like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I it's really all I know at the end. But just a few questions, like very, very small answers, like quick thoughts. Um, so I'm going to start with first one, Zion saying that I do want to be there. What do you guys think about that? Trying to get paid, baby. Trying to get them dollars. <laughs> he already said he'd be happy to sign that extension. Of course he would. He barely played and you're already in your in times up for that shit. So mm. he's gonna sign it and then ask to leave the next year. 
Yeah, I, you know, he, I, I, I heard that he would love to play with his buddy RJ Barrett. So, Ooh, I'm ready for that trade right now. Who do you want? I'll trade the whole team, besides RJ, of course. Mm. Um, Julius second one, Randall, Julius Randle for Zion, straight up. Then I guess. They're like, oh, didn't we have this man like four or five seasons ago? <laughs> I don't want him back. <laughs> Zidane possibly signing a three-year contract with PSG. I possibly. heard. I actually heard. I saw something today saying that I think it's he like, turned down their advances or something. So, hmm. what do you guys think about that? Is it a good thing for PSG? Man, don't talk to me about PSG, man. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> next I mean, it would have been. Y'all be pump faking, pump faking the guys, man. Next question, uh, then. It would have been a great <laughs> thing. For, it would have been a PSG. great thing for PSG, man. But I mean, I mean, we we see like everybody has a price, so. We seen we we already know what happened earlier, but we, yeah. everybody got a price, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't just don't make me believe that you're coming, and then just uh, you know, I'm not talking about the same guy, but okay. I see you talking about. <laughs> Would you rather be a roommate of NBA Young Boy or Kodak Black for six months? <laughs> Kodak, Kodak, chill, Kodak, chill. I feel like Young Boy. I feel like Young Boy would. Would I feel like there'll be too many parties at my house, you know? <laughs> Young boy be like yelling and shit. Like, yeah, he, he seems so loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kodak's more chill. Yeah, I don't know, Kodak. man. I, I feel like this is like a pick your Yo, poison. Mike would have been so pissed off being Bro. roommate for either one of Oh my god. <laughs> like, I'd be like, up. Mike, w- w- were you the one who, who drank the lean? In the fridge? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, no, Kodak. You drank it already. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, last one. Would you, ra- would you rather go to a Nicki Minaj concert or Rihanna? Hmm. Rihanna. Okay, so this one is this one is interesting. It's, I'll it's pick Nicki. Rihanna. No, yeah, it, it's interesting because, like, you got to think. If you're going to – you got to think about who's going to be in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Because like mm-hmm. you're not, even though I would love mm-hmm. to be on the stage with any one of these ladies, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're this holler. You know what I'm saying? But like you got to think about who's gonna be in the crowd, and I think like Nikki crowd would kind of be a little more diverse, you know, possibly. Yeah, it'd probably be more diverse. Um, yeah, I, I keep forgetting that Rihanna is such a huge pop artist as well. She's but, very yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um. Nikki, I don't know, like, you know, she's pop too, but, you know, hip-hop as well. I don't know, man. I might want to stick with my Caribbean crowd, like, you know, when the, rit- when the rhythms come in, you know, get a little... The rhythm. Get a, you know, get a little... Nah, I mean, going, <laughs> you know, nah, I mean, going, nah, I mean. <laughs> Getting that groove on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I'll pick Rihanna, man. Stick with my, stick with my Caribbean sister. Mm, right. Depends how many of them will be over there. But. <laughs> yeah, I could turn over. It's all white people. <laughs> With them tickets being like three hundred dollars, it's like yep. you know, brokies stay outside. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It was a pleasure to have everyone back. Coach O, Sebastian, Mr. Wetz. Thank you guys for coming back to Iron Sports for episode thirty. Appreciate you guys. I hope you guys have a good Sunday. Thank you, everyone who's tuned in and like, subscribe, and download. And yeah, have a good rest of your weekend, guys. Thanks, man. It was a good episode. All right. Peace. All right, boys. Peace. Yeah.
was a good one, guys. <clears throat> Sebastian, I've got him up to my side. Like, rotation Boston, no, bon. <laughs> non, mais, oh, <laughs> même que nous compté Pritchard at this point. Can yeah, really he's, he's, barely, he's barely playing right now. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's been a little bit like mm-hmm. overpassing until he's, hit, until he's hitting shots. Until he's hitting shots. And then everyone's yeah, talking about how Peyton Pritchard are coming off the bench. You're dropping all these. <laughs> <Not me. laughs> I, I was actually pissed off when they were talking about Pritchard at the Nets um, series. Like, oh, Pritchard's guarding KD now. Also, like, I'm like, yo, that's that, that shit hurts. Don't don't be talking about KD no, like that. Fucking, fucking, they were they, like when you're watching Derek White hitting these shots and you're like, bro, like this man look like he can't miss, and they're acting like it's normal. And I'm like, okay, like that's not that's not normal. This that's not normal. Not normal. I mean, if you're open, you're open, bro. The shots are but still, normal, like the way the, he plays is the same way he was playing with the Spurs. Yeah, but I don't think he, his I don't think his three point percentage was that deadly. No, 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 no. Like, no, and well, it's no. the same for for Al Horford. I feel like once he's on the top of that key, like on the top right, he's shooting that three. Don't matter who's Killing in you. space, splash, splash. Coco, I said And I don't, I don't understand that shit. And everyone's acting like that's just perfectly normal. Yeah. That's that's the one thing though. Like I think he's so like Pritchard's so small too that like it's he's automatically because he's so small, he's automatically a defensive liability. But but the thing that I'm seeing too is that the Warriors are not they're not attacking the matchups the way that they're not like okay, so when people are attacking matchups, they, they do it a certain kind of way. It's either oh ball screen said it, I'm dribbling off the perimeter, I'm beating you to the basket, right? I'm using my strength, you're not gonna stop me, go to the basket. But now what's going on is like I think what NBA teams should start doing is they should start playing guys in the mid post. Like just throw the ball into the mid post. You're a little bit closer to the basket. One dribble, boom, get to the basket. You know, instead of like, because not everybody got that rhythm the same way that Jason Tatum has it. Jason Tatum, KD, exactly. those guys that could beat. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, that's why that's why Jason Tatum is so. And I think that's one of the things that um maybe it's because Ime is a is a rookie head coach. He he's not really figuring out how to um utilize him. Um, in this finals to like because like the things that you guys said like you know chasing matchups they even said in the presser like he said it too he was like you know I feel like we were chasing we were chasing matchups too much too much that's the that's the playoffs yeah 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 the playoffs is about chasing matchups you take the mismatches every single time Time, if you if you need to chase Stephen Curry every single time down the court you want to pick and roll and you want Steph to guard you every single time that's what you chase. That's the playoffs. That's how you mm-hmm. win basketball games. That's why um, individual talent gets paid top dollar because they want players to be able to isolate and score when it comes down, like when it when it's playoff time. So I didn't understand that coming from him. So, so yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I'm gonna tell you a little bit his perspective. I think his perspective is more like if you chase matchups too much, you end up playing in isolation the whole game, right? So with that being said, yes. There's there's a time to do it, but I think that was the biggest knock that they were saying. It's it became a little more stagnant, right? No ball movement. It's more yeah, it's more the involvement of everybody. Because at the end of the day, if I that's the reality. If I don't feel like I'm getting the ball, there's gonna be I'm gonna is a lack of engagement on both yeah. sides. Viv Golden State. These dudes because the way that Golden State these dudes. 
These dudes know who the money maker is. You, no. you, saw, that, you saw that Gary Payton wide open three. He's like, oh, no, nah, I see Steph Curry. Oh, no, 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 no. Curry's I'm coming? Taking, yeah. I'm not the taking Curry that coming. shot. <laughs> Bro, he dropped it back. Steph dropped Curry it back, protected Curry for some space, and then swish. Swish cheese. Like, High percentage, man. Like, I would probably done the same if I... And you got to get that. That's, that's where you got to give Steve Curry's credit, because... You you gotta your managing personality. You gotta explain everybody what their roles are. You know what I'm saying? And it helps when you have a guy like Draymond who understands that Draymond's not gonna take. Even but though Draymond's wide open, it's not even. It's not just that though. They understand their role, but it's not like Gary Payton doesn't have that green light to take that shot. Exactly, he definitely does. Exactly. Gary Payton, you have to give him the credit for him to realize that. Look at Curry, who's. Curry, first of all, he gets he gets gets rid of the ball and he's already running to the other spot. Cause you you watch that play, uh, Grant Williams yep, just stood there, asleep. Jason Tatum because he got screwed off at first, he fell asleep also, and then your Curry, Curry is the only guy who never stopped running. So Gary Payton sees that and he's like, oh, you know what? Even if his is slightly contested compared to my wide open, that's fucking Steph Curry. That's the bread maker right here. Here you go, like he he the reason I'm here. It's like it boom right yeah. here. Yo, boom. they were probably tired. That's why Yo, you gotta give props to Golden State with their workouts. <laughs> that's why I was so. That's why I was so proud of Anthony uh, Anthony Edwards Kermit. Um, saying that. Yeah, Kermit. you gotta say Kermit. Kermit. <laughs> that's why I'm so proud of Kermit saying that. He's like, "Yo, Kerr, Kerr told me he's like, yo, if we gotta draft you, like, you won't have to yeah, work harder. Yeah, I work harder, my my man. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, 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 it, yo, check this out. I was actually like, cause me when I get into these modes, I just think about shit, right? So think about this. If Draymond gets an open layup, okay, open layup, he gets 100 open layups. So the way that I started thinking about whether shot's a good shot or not, think about if this person gets this shot 100 times, what's the return on investment? Okay, that's the way that I kind of started looking at. So if Draymond gets 100 layups, okay, and let's say he makes 100 of them, no fail, makes 100 of them, your team gets 200 shots, 200 points, Okay. You see, we've seen times where Draymond had an open layup and he's kicking it up to the corner to either Clay or Steph Curry, right? Corner three. If Steph Curry hits 70 of those 100 corner threes, how many points does your team get? 200. I can't do, I can't do mental at rip. 210. 70. Which means that by default, him missing out, him not taking layups is, is a better, actually is, a better investment to give it up to the corner three. Like it's 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 actually crazy. Like, and I don't know if Draymond's actually thinking about that, or he's just like, ah, I'm not gonna try. Nah, man. Listen, everybody knows three points is three is better than two. Draymond was I think re- that looking he, real he, bent thinking about it. Last like, game, at the beginning of game four, he was taking them like. I think it's about mental. Like he's like, okay, I'm hoping. Yeah, he I'm was looking real Ben Simmons-ish. Like he had a floater in one in one of those one of those <laughs> um um uh, possessions, and he dished it off to contested Wiggins. In in like it was mental. Just I'm like, yo, like what are you Sam, doing right now? Bro? I'm gonna tell y'all something right now. I think Draymond Green is like that player, right? Like as great as people say he is and everything. Like I like I've always held back to say like great. He's a good defender, yeah, and everything. But as a great player overall, because. I think he is like a product of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. For sure, he fits because, that mold. He fits because that mold. If you take Draymond Green and you throw him on any, I don't give a fuck what team in the NBA, you put him on there right there like this, he would never get a max. He would never like. It's like it's like it's just 
he's literally like like when you see his like his assist numbers in the playoffs and everything like that and you're like you see some replays and you see how he's getting assists to curry and clay it's just kind of like motherfucker like really really oh like that's why and the the drama drama is that for him to be talking dish off and screen (laughs) for him to be talking like that too on top of it it's kind of like bro like yo like he be talking and then as if he's someone who's gonna back it up in this like he's not bro you are not coming here to drop 30 so why are you talking like you are i feel like he doesn't care about that part i think he's a generational talent I think he's a generation generational talent defense defensively. Yeah, he definitely is. Because he could guard this motherfucker been food on 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 defense this whole series. It's mental now, man. This whole series. He's he's playing good defense and the shots are still dropping. It's kind of like what the fuck is going on? It's like Draymond Green is food. That's that's and um Brown Brown wanted that matchup too for some like he was like, damn, I like I'm gonna cook you. Like, like, yeah, Brown wanted that matchup. It's because that motherfucker talked too much, bro. That's what I'm saying, yo. But that's one of the things I didn't understand, too, that was so uncharacteristic of, like, a team that's being led by Ime because he's so poised and so confident that, like, Draymond is talking shit and they're, res- they're like, getting into it with him. It's like, he's a non-factor, like, offensively, man. Like, I mean, why maybe, are you letting... Um, I, atmosphere match, no? But I feel like when you're there, like Vive LeBron when Steven when Steve when Stevenson was blowing in his ear. Ah mon chèque, qu'est-ce n'a pas le Steven? He was like, he laughed, he like you don't know what I'm about to do right now, bro. Like But I feel like the same that's the same approach that JT and, and JB has to have. It's like Do you remember yo. the Washington series? When when um um the, when LeBron was Sean, the first Sean time with Cleveland. Deshaun yeah, Stevenson? like yo, he was laughing at these dudes, bro. Like, bro, come on. Like, he he's like, I know you guys are trying to trying to win one game or something like that, but that's not gonna happen under my watch, bro. Like, he was the most relaxed I've ever seen him. Coach, why do you think we haven't seen Jonathan Kuminga in the series, man? Yo, I think that, his athleticism would really help him. That's that's the most that's the most um the most asked question that I've been getting. Like, like I think his athleticism, like, yo, these guys are not athletic at all. Like, that's they're the vertically, that's they're that's vertically challenged. That's the and thing. That's the thing. And you remember, and if you remember back in 2016, like five years is a lot of time. You think about how much basketball these Warriors guys have been playing. They're going to the finals four years in a row. Five, five years. Yeah, they went to the finals five, five years in a row. Yep. Five years in a row. Like, they're almost like on LeBron level, right? So, you can't expect these guys to have the same pep in their step. Like you can't play Draymond at the small ball five anymore because like Draymond back in the day used to go up and sometimes challenge shot. He doesn't challenge the shot the same way. Right. So when I'm looking at guys like Kaminga, like, I think here's what I think. I think now the, the younger players, right. I think, especially when you're a young player, you can kind of get caught as a deer in the headlights. Yeah. Right? So I think like, um Kuminga yes would be good but I don't think I think that if I'm calling up a screen and Kuminga has to call it like there's that aspect of it where it's kind of like oh my god what do I have to do and those little things NBA players are so good that they take advantage of those right away so sure but but I think I think it's like the same thing with Paul I mean we clearly saw like game one and two Paul looked like it's like oh man he's not ready for the finals Mm -hmm. but then he figured it out I think like especially like with Kerr like that's what I thought. I'm like, yo, when he made the adjustment to start 
um, Porter, 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 because mm-hmm. Porter was playing bigger than what he what than what he actually is. Like when you're looking yeah. at the other series, like especially against Memphis, Porter was rebounding the ball really well. But I I don't know if I said it in the group chat, but I was telling the guys I feel like that's more that was more timing, positioning, and luck. I don't think it's like Auto Auto Porter was really boxing out as much to like mm-hmm. get get rebounds against a bigger team. So like where like you know when you're looking at the game like Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins every time like the ball goes up, he's attacking the basket. He's trying to get offensive boards. Like you know, and as a small team, you need that. You need that type of hustle and energy. So I was like, I was that's why I was like, yo, I thought that the adjustment would be to bring Kuminga in and play him spot minutes here and there before yeah. getting Kavon yeah. Looney. Yeah. Before getting Kavon Looney into the game, yeah. but I don't know. I, I I would like to see like if they end up winning, um, and Kaminga doesn't play in one minute, I would mm-hmm. like to see what Steve Kerr has to say. Like yeah. he's like, "Yo, Kaminga wasn't ready." <laughs> or yeah, whatever. yeah, no, for sure. And I I think that's the part too. Like think about it. I would have loved, and we're talking about the two draft picks that they had, like Kaminga and Wiseman, are like two pieces that you're <laughs> thinking, like, "Yo." Those would fill in like nicely with what they have. Sure, especially Wiseman, man. Yeah. So like. If you if I have a guy like Kaminga, I would probably play Kaminga to play defense on like a wing. Yeah. I probably wouldn't put him to, you know, just kind of like so you could use it, let him to kind of like jump some stuff up. Yeah. You know, but I wouldn't put him as because the thing is when you're playing defense as a five, you have to be so solid, you can't gamble as much. And with younger players, a lot of times what happens is that they like to gamble, like, uh, I gotta show guys why I'm out here. Let me and try boom, to get three fouls. Here. You're out of here. Mm. <laughs> Solid. And Cavallo is politically the same level. Solid, right? He's been solid. He's, he's like because the mind has to be at the right place. Not just young player defensive. Who is Draymond? 35? Yeah. Draymond. 34? Steph, Steph is 33. No, 34. 34. 34. 34. 34. 35. I'm sorry, 32, 32. Oh, Draymond's 32? Okay. Yeah. Damn, that man. Aging. And Clay's probably 33. That man aging dog years, bro. Like, <laughs> God damn. I feel like he's been there for the longest. Well, we, we, we forget. Draymond had two shit years, too, man. Like, when he was out of shape and he was playing terrible basketball. Um, but, mm. man, they got Wiseman. They got Moody. They got Poole. Yeah, they got yeah, some shot. Yeah, man. I wonder what's yeah. going to happen with that team. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, guys. I'm about. Don't Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, guys. No, for it'll sure. Be, it should be up in an, an hour. Sorry an for hour? being late. No, you're good. It should be now because yeah. I'm, 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 it's straight audio. Okay, it's just audio? Yeah, just audio. Okay, so yeah. can, can, you, can you send the 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 video version can you send it to my email the video version yeah yeah no problem i might want to chop some stuff up yeah, yeah i got you when yeah. i'm smoking sea bass in the debates yeah. no that's like in the that's that's straight in the beginning the i don't backward i don't think i don't think i have all those parts because my when come say recorded when you guys were talking about arizona but I'm not. No, yeah, good. but I, yeah. good. whatever you have, you good. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'll send you my email. Okay, no problem. Send him on WhatsApp. I'll send it to you. All right, fellas. All right, man. No Peace. Problem.